0: Today's daf is Da'at Pei. We are holding at the Mishnah at the bottom of Ayin Tes Amud Beis. It's about 14-15 uh, lines from the bottom. Zag De'eh Mishnah. Kost of Malchus she'ena Hygenis. One of the Takanas that the Chachamim instituted, we'll see because of Shlom Malchus, is that in whatever... Uh, m- Wherever a person lives, you'd have to date the get according to the uh, the year of the monarch of that particular locale. So, what if they didn't do it? This is assuming, it's interesting, it's a, the Mishnayis, but assuming that it's so much a person is in Bovel. And the person is in Babylonia, but they dated according to the Romans. Right? The uh the, the, and the Romans were, at the time, they were a, a monarchy, but it wasn't the reigning monarchy of Bavel. The reigning monarchy of Bavel at the time were the Persians. So this person uh, dated according to the Romans. Why it's called a Maltashe and the one we'll discuss. Or L'shu Malchus Madai, L'shu Malchus yovan. Those are monarchies that no longer existed. But you put it that uh, this is the uh, uh, 150th year from Malchus yovan or whatever it is. It means you dated it, uh, it would be the correct date, but again, you tied it to a Malchus that no longer exists. Malchus Madai, Malchus Yovon. Or Labinian, by Abayas, or you tied it into the, the the Sefer wrote the according to the building of the Base Migdash or the Khurban or the destruction of the Base of Hayab Mizrah of person was in the East and he wrote the West. We'll see who's referring to. But or he was in the West when writing the Get a Mizrah, but he wrote that he was in the East. All of these cases they're considered to be a defective get and therefore if this woman married based on the get. And she did not do her due diligence to check out that the get is considered to be a valid get. So there's a penalty over here. Now, Rashi learns... <laughs> Rashi learns is that that this get, once the Chachamim say the get is no good, means the get is uh, uh, ostensibly a, 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 a bottle minatora. Mm. And therefore, if she married somebody else, the second fellow... Really that's not a marriage that would be acceptable Minatora because she's still married to the first fellow. So but the penalty works as follows. The first penalty is she has to get a get from the second fellow, the penalty being over there is that uh, she would need a get from him because really Torah you don't need a get from the second guy and if she goes ba- and, and and she's not allowed to go back t- from the from the first guy she's because it's considered ostensibly a, a actually committed adultery so she can't go back to the first guy and she needs another get from the first guy Tosas flips it around a little bit Tosas learns that really made Rabbanon the get's not a good get so really. Uh, minatora, the get would be a good get. And therefore, when she married the second fellow, really Minatora, that second marriage is a valid marriage. So, needing the get from the f- second guy, really, you actually do need the get from the second guy. Minatora, she needs the get from the second guy. The only, the, needing the get from the first one. Mm-hmm. Is the is the is the the penalty derabbanan? So it's a question here: How to learn Miramachar's Rashi and Tosafot? Now, so tzricha get mizeh mizeh, ve'en la Luxuva she loses the ksuva and also the auxiliary rights of the ksuva we're going to see. The, 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 uh, the all of the rights associated with the ksuva. For example, the low payros. The Gemara learned in, in, uh, Yevamos, what does it mean, payros? Payros doesn't mean just the food that it feeds her, but because of the payros that he gives her, he has a responsibility if she gets captured, if she is kidnapped, he has to pay the ransom. So she loses the rights of the Ksuva uh, means that he has no responsibility if she were to either husband if she were get uh, kidnapped to pay the ransom below Mazonos and uh, he, he doesn't have an obligation to feed her below blows, blows are oh, one of the auxiliary rights of the Ksuva is when the marriage is terminated so any of the clothes that she brought into the marriage even the rags that are left that she's no longer wearing, she's allowed to take back with her she doesn't get the rights to the to the In in either marriage. Now, now let's say she took from either one, either Mazonos or she took the blows, whatever it is, Tachzir, the penalty requires that she return it. Now again, let's just go with Rashi's way of understanding. So Rashi learns that on both sides the Vlad is going to be a mamzer, meaning A. If she has any children with the second fellow, since we are not, not viewing the first get as a valid get, so that's an adulterous relationship, and therefore children from the second marriage are going to be considered Mamzerin if she goes back, the simplest way of understanding, if she goes back to the first fellow without having received a get from the second fellow, so then the children that she has with the second with with the first guy are also going to be Mamzerim. Obviously, any children that she first had with the first guy, those will not be Mamzerim. Where there is a Shiloh in the Rishonim, some learn that it's a penalty that even if she got the get from the second guy and went back to the first guy, and had children with the first guy, the penalty is going to make those children draw on mamzerim as well. That's not so posh. The simplest way of learning means if she goes back to the first guy thinking there was something wrong with the first get, and therefore she wasn't married to the second wife, so she never received a get from the second guy, went back to the first one, then we are going to consider the children with the first fellow that she now has as mamzerim. Well, that again will be trained on Rashi and Tosa, depending whether she needed really minat Torah. So according to Rashi... It will be at uh, only the rabbonim amzirim because she really wasn't married to the second fellow. The second a daughter, right? Now, velozev is law. Let's say that either first, either first fellow or fellow, second fellow were kohanim, and she dies. They do not go to the bais hakvaris. They're not allowed to go, even though there's a, there is a permit, one of the seven relatives that you're allowed to go to, the person's allowed to go to the basic forest with for their cohen is a, is, a, is, a, is a wife. They, neither one, we don't permit either one to go to the basic uh, forest, right? So they don't merit to keep her, which generally your husband's allowed to do. And they cannot keep her handiwork. Beloba and they also are not able to be made for her These all are are, are institutions that are to foster uh, positivity and well-being within the marriage, the rabbis here are not looking to foster positivity and well-being within the marriage. Therefore, they don't allow these things to happen. Let them be upset. We want the guy to walk away from this marriage. We don't want the person to be involved in this marriage. If this woman was a Bas Yisrael since she has really committed an act of adultery, technically. she becomes a zona. because she becomes a zona, she's no longer after these marriages allowed to marry a Cohen. She's disqualified to a Cohen. Bas Levi, if she was a daughter of a Levi, then she becomes Psula from the Maiser. Now, you're, the, uh, the Gemurra tells us in Yevomus that this only goes like the opinion of Rav Meir. Because Rav Meir holds that a non-Levi is not allowed to eat Meiser Rishon. Paskin, and anybody is allowed to eat Meiser Rishon. So therefore, saying is that now it will disqualify her from being able to eat Meiser Rishon if she was a Bas levy It's only going on the Shittah that only if you're from the family of levia are you allowed to eat Meiser. If you're old, anybody's allowed to eat Meiser, then this would not necessarily be true. Bas Kolein, she becomes disqualified Minatruma. Because by having this adulterous, even though it wasn't completely her fault, but by having this adulterous relationship, it turns, ostensibly she becomes a Zona. And a zona not only is she not allowed to marry a Kohen and therefore not eat the Truma from the marriage that she was married to a Kohen, but even if she's a Bas Kohen, who usually after the termination of marriage can go home and eat the Truma of her father's home. And if she's been uh, saddled with the title of a zona, she's not allowed to eat Truma, even the Truma from her father's home. Now... That Yarshim, children from either marriage, not from the second marriage, not from the first marriage, they don't inherit her Ksuva. Now the morning you asked the question, we just said that there is no Ksuva. Right? So it's referring to Ksuva's Benin Dichrin. Ksuva's so Benin Dichrin was that, that, uh, that if there's Yerusha that comes from her father's home, the, she inherited her the father, her grandfather came to her. She has the right to allocate them. They should go directly to her children and not to children that the husband might have with another wife. So even that, the k'suvah's been in Dichrin, that, that part of the k'suvah is also wiped out. Now, the immesu. Now, what happens if either husband died and there were no children? So, under normal circumstances, if the husband dies without children mm-hmm. and there is no get, mm-hmm. you need either Yivim mm-hmm. or Chalitza. We require both brothers, one Minatora, one Medurabonon, to do Chalitza. Why, two different fathers, no? Isn't it two different fathers? You had she married the first guy, had a defective get, went and married the second guy. All right. So now what happens is the first guy has a brother, the second guy has a brother. So now if either one of the husbands, first husband or second husband, die, their brothers. are going to have to do chalitza and not yibum. had no children from either one. one. So whichever one died, that brother, one of them could be a yibum, there might have been a yibum, but one of them only midra bonon, because the question is which marriage is really a valid marriage, but either way, we require chalitza on both ends. uh, Isn't the first marriage always considered a valid marriage, because that's one that had the defective get, but she originally was married. Yeah, but I meant valid, meaning that the get's not effective. In a Torah, if that's an effective get, then there's no yibbum there in a Torah. All right. Now, Shina <laughs> Shmo v'Shma. That's so the mistake we happened in the first case was that there was uh, the they, they numbered they uh, the, they dated it incorrectly. Or they will see, something we happen in the east, it's supposed to be in the west, we'll see what happens there. Here they changed the name. They made a mistake with the name of the man or the woman. So, Shina Shmo V'Shmo, or Shame Iro Or they wrote the man, the incorrect city for the man, or the incorrect city for the woman mize umize. Again, the same thing applies. That if she remarried with these, based on the strength of this get, which is an invalid get, without having it checked out, so we do hold her somewhat cul- culpable. So nevertheless, she has the same aloha, she has a divorce on both sides, she needs a divorce. Becholadrachim eilubah, and all of the details that we established in the first deficient get apply to her as well. Now, third scenario. What happens? Let's bring us back full circle to the beginning of Seder Noshem. There are 15 arayos. There are 15 prohibited relationships in the Torah that if a man dies and he's married to two wives and one of them happens to be this type of error to his brother. So case in point, Reuven dies, he's married to two wives. One of his wives happens to be the sister... Of a woman that his brother Shimon's already married to, right, right. So Reuven and Shimon married sisters, but Reuven had two wives. So now Reuven dies. So what do we say? We of course he cannot do yibum to the sister, because it's an erva of his own wife. What about the co-wife of Tzorah? So we learned is that the 15 Arayas, not only is there no Din Yibam Chalitza on them, so but they also poter Tzorah They also exclude. What happened over here was that, let's, let's, speak, let's speak out the case and we'll see it inside, is that Ruvein's married to two women. One of them is an erva, is a sister. Okay? So, sorrow who sees Ruven dies, figures, there's no case of Yubim Chalitza over here. Why is there no Yubim Chalitza? Because my co-wife is an erva. So, Sara goes and marries a third guy. Right? She marries a third guy. Six months later, we find out that this erva was really an islandess. She doesn't develop the normal uh, characteristics of a woman, she doesn't be able, not able to go through puberty, which negates retroactively the marriage that she had to the dead fellow. If that marriage is now negated, what does that make it? Let's talk it through. That means that she was never married married to him, so she's not an erva, and the co-wife is not the co-wife of an erva. Which means the co-wife really was supposed to have Mm -hmm. yibum. And she went off and married somebody else without having the uh, yibum chalitza which was applicable to her. So we're going to see we penalize her because we say you should have waited enough time to see... If the co-wife actually is going to become... A, I mean, she was a katana at the time. You should have waited to see if she's going to develop into a uh a, a islandess. And because she didn't, we create similar type of penalties that she has to leave the fellow that she's married. And she's not allowed to go back. She can't have year boom now. She can't go back to, so it's tetzamizu, but mizu, so that you're gonna have to have chalitza with the, you still have to do chalitza with the fellow that there's now a zika with. She can't marry that fellow either. And all of these halachas are going to apply. What's your question? No. All, right. all right, all right. So end of like this. So kala raios <laughs> Shaamru. All those fifteen raios that we <laughs> yeah. said tzarasen mutaros that the co-wives are now allowed to marry because there's no din Yibum or chalitza if the co-wife was a, it was an erva. So hal So these tzaros went without. Obviously they didn't wait. There's a certain amount of time you can wait to see if somebody's an islandist. They didn't wait that time. Venisu and then they, and they got married to someone else. And the wives that were the, uh, the erva were then found to be islanders. So It's a very strong penalty over here. But we're saying basically the one that they married, they have to get a divorce from. Because they were supposed to have Yibam Chalitza. And the one that they uh was supposed to have the ones that they thought they were apart from yibum chalitza. They're not allowed to go back and do yibum with. Mm-hmm. Was it? They have to do chalitza, but they're not allowed to go back and marry either. And also, all the dinim, k'suva, all those halachas well, would apply, or everything. everything. So it says it more like this. Yes. Now, the second case is similar in in, in 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 situation. What's the second case? The second case is like this: <coughs> a person did yibum. There was two wives again. So, Ruvain died with two wives. Shimon, the surviving brother, picked one of the wives and he did Yibum to her. The co-wife, seeing, you only do Yibum a to one of the two wives, seeing that Yibum was done to wife A, so she went and got married, comes out that that wife ended up being an islandess. So, it comes out that the Yibum that he did was not really a Yibum. It comes out that now there's still a Zika... On the one that got married, same halachas apply. applied. So it says as follows. Sigmona says, Akonas is Yevimto, Vahoch at Sarasa. And the Tsar went, Venises, Vahacher, and married someone else. Venem says, And the wife that had the Yibum done to her then was found out what? Shaisa, Irelandis. Taita, Mizeo, Mizev, Achaladrachim, A'ilabah. And all of the details, the penalties apply. Now, Vaitim. Kosa so forget Leish, Veshova Leisha. This is a very modern case husband and wife show up at the sofa saying, as we've decided, we're getting divorced. So you need to write for us two documents. The one document is going to be the get, which should be handed to the husband. In order to execute it, he has to give it to the wife. On the other hand, the hu- wife is, wanting, is going to get a document, which is a receipt, which basically says that when the husband pays me the k'suva, I will give him the receipt. What happened over here is the Ksoufa wrote both documents, but mixed it up. <laughs> he gave the receipt to the husband, and he gave the get to the wife. For whatever reason, is they didn't check what they're getting, and therefore the husband ended up giving the receipt to the wife, and the wife gave back as as, as proof of payment for the Ksouva the get. Ain't a over here, right? Because what's that? There's no, yeah, he never gave, he never gave her a get. So, what it says like this, vato'o, and the sofa made a mistake, vinosnu get le ishu veshover le ish, vinosnu zele Now, lo and behold, after a certain amount of time has gone by, and we'll see how much time that is, then, haray get yotz miyata isha shofar miyata isha. everyone opens up the document that they have, the man realizes he has the get, the woman realizes he has a shofar, they chop, what must have happened? But she in the interim went and got married. So what's the halacha? Same thing. <texts> that is the opinion, that is the opinion of a tarakama. Rabbi Lazar says, one second. Rabbi Lazar says, how do we know that the husband and wife are not colluding here? Maybe they're not, they don't know the halacha that states the miseo mise. They don't know that. All they know is that this woman now, the man has harotta that he divorced her, and the woman went and married someone else. They have to figure, what's the quickest way we can get the woman away from the second fellow, and so that he can go back to the first one, and they collude, and we'll just say, that, you'll, you'll say you got the get, I'll say I, you got the shove, I got the get, and we'll collude. So he says that once, He's gonna say, once a certain amount of time has passed, which we'll see how much time it is, we don't, we have to go with the chazaka and the assumption under normal circumstances what would have happened. The man would have got the right document, the woman gets the right document, and we say is, that if they show up now and make that claim, we don't believe the claim. That is the opinion of Rabbi Lozor. So Rabbi Lozor, Omer, Imla Alter, if it happens right away, taka, we believe it happened. But Yotz, 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 uh, yot then, Enachinami, that we will say, that, they, that, that the get is not a good get but uh, I mean, if it if it happened right away right away they uh, so then it, what's that? <laughs> if the yotza. if ain't a get, means if right away that 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 uh, they say that the, the, each one produced the wrong document, then it's fine. But if the man but if they're producing it after a long time, then I raise a get. Then we're gonna say no, no. We assume the right thing happened over here, and local kol because it's not the believability factor is not given to the first husband. uh min uh, arishon from the first husband la abed chusochol to ruin the rights that have been gained by the second husband by marriage if a certain amount of period of time is gone. The Gemara will discuss how much of that period of time. So let's go on. It says the more like this. It says that if a get was written dated incorrectly, then instead of dating it for by the Persians, you dated it by a malchus sheena homogenis. What, ma- what is considered to be a malchus that is not hogenis, that is not fitting, it's not appropriate. So one says that's malchus aromayim, that's the Romans. So why uh, uh, why were they called a Malchus? Why they called Malchus She'enu So like, like Beryl Wine says, the Holy Roman Empire. They're not very holy and it wasn't much of an empire. But uh, he says, why were they called a Malchus it's very interesting the like Gemara says over here. Lahem is because they did not have their own uh, mm-hmm. script and their own language. It seems that they took it from someone else, they had they took somebody else's script and and language. So they they took they're not the What's that? They took all the Greek's code. They took the Greek. So therefore, they consider they're not going to say like a real malchus. Amar ula ma takinu malchus What's the whole deal that you have to the establish that when you write a get, it has to be dated with the malchus, the current malchus. So he says, mishum shlam Malchus. Because it seems that the, at back in the day, that especially in terms of a divorce document, it was considered to be a very important thing to date it by the Malchus. And if the Yidin would not be dating it by the Malchus, which the Goyim would, so then it would be like an affront to the Malchus, create a lot of problems. So they made that at takana. Tehoshis and Ahmed Beis says that nowadays it's not a big deal by the Goyim. So nowadays we don't, and if you look into a, uh, a get that's given today, it doesn't say 2016. It'll say uh, 5776, whatever. Because nowadays, since it's not, an, it's not a Shlom Malchus issue, it reverted back, says Titus to putting it back with a Jewish state. Okay. This is a tremendous chidish, because that really means a Torah, you don't have to use the malchus of the, uh, but we're saying a malchus requires it, and not only requires it, we gave the impact of making it defective that the child is going to be a mamzer. How does that work? Kemah says, "In that goes like the opinion of Rav Meir. Our mission, we're going to see is the sheet of Rav Meir, who says, 'Rav Meir, I'm Rav Meir. Rav Meir, I'm Mishmade Ula. Omer Hayyav Meir.' The Rav Meir would say say, 'The Kolamishanim at Beis Shetobu Chachomim was very mach when the Chachomim said something has to be done in a certain way, and you don't do it the way the Chachomim.'" established to do it. Once they said you yeah, have to do it, that's it. You've got to be done that way. And even at the, and, and especially in Gittin, it, at the effect of not doing it the way the Chachamim wanted it would be that the Vlad is a Mamzer. L'shum Malchus <laughs> So we want to say it like this. So we have, you did it Malchus uh, and Organis. It means you were in, in Babylonia, which is Persia, and you did it Malchus, Rome, it doesn't work. And that says, and then you did it, let's say you did it Malchus Yavon and Madai. Also doesn't work. Then you did based uh, on and you did based We want to know, you made your point to have to have the malchus of the current malchus. What's the chidish of writing all the other things that you made a mistake with? Someone says, you need to say all these cases. If you would have told me the deficiency of Malchus and Hagenis alone, the de Malicha, because they were a current Malchus. It's true. In this locale, they don't function, but, but Rome, in Rome, they were. So it's maybe a greater affront to Shola Malchus to date it by an existing Malchus. So that would be, I uh, maybe disqualify the get. Of a Malchus mother, Malchus Yavon, which was an ancient civilization, no longer existed. So maybe that's not viewed anymore as a direct affront to the current Malchus. So therefore, have what was, was. Right? This guy's a history buff. Whatever. They won't see it as a... malan. Uh, no. That even that's considered to be an affront. Because you could argue that even so, it's still an affront because it was an established Malchus that existed, even if it existed a hundred years ago, but it still existed. So maybe the current Malchus would see that as an affront. But a bias, a So therefore, they they they, they 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 didn't want to be nostalgic. They want to build according to uh, dated, according to when the place was built. But it wasn't necessarily an existing malchus per se. So according to an an an, a, an event that happened. But it, so therefore, maybe that wouldn't be an affront. Kamash malan that even that's a problem. Now, uh, the, because we're afraid, maybe the, Jew, the Jews are, are it's it's showing some kind of Jewish uh, patriotism that, that they want to they want to go back to building the base of or maybe that would also view as an affront to the current Malchus. Now, Yashmin Abin Abayis Amri Kemit Vachayu, they're 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 lauding or reminding themselves of their original glory, which somehow takes away from the current Malchus. But to date it by the Chorban Abayas what kind of affront is that? They're just, are commiserating over what happened to them. Maybe that would not be viewed as an affront to the malchus, not a lack of shalom malchus. It's only a tra- they're remembering a tragic event in their history, so maybe, aim alone, maybe that would be okay. Ketricha, therefore, to tell you that even that is a violation of the shalom malchus edict, and it has to be the current malchus. All right. The Mishnah then mentioned if a person was in the East and he wrote in the West it was in the West and he wrote in the East, it's disqualified. Now who's the person? Who are we referring to? Says the who is it? Elaim Abal, maybe it's the husband. Can't be talking about the husband because we have the next line says that if you wrote the wrong city so write the wrong city by the husband, shame erode. That's, that's the case if he's in the east and he wrote the west, west and the east. So what does it refer to when it's if the person's in the east and he wrote west and west and wrote What's that referring to? So man, ilen abal, hanu, hainu, that's the next case of shinu, shmova, shmova, shame erode, shame erode. Writing the wrong name or the wrong city. Elalav, it's going on the sofa. We're going to see that the rule is that the sofa has to write the name of the city, not where he got the instructions to write the get, but Where Where he actually is writing and getting it signed. That's where he has to write. So, therefore, if he writes where he got the instruction and then he traveled somewhere else and wrote it there, that would be a disqualification of the get. It has to be specifically where he wrote it and the assumption, as the rush points out, is that's where he gets it signed. So it's more like this. So Ela is going on the sofa. Could like Rab would tell the scribes, the court scribes, the Safre, he would tell the Safre to tell the he would tell the scribes. Ki if you were living in the city of Shili. Kasuvu, I mean, you are sitting in Shili when you're writing the get. So then you, you have to write the city of Shili. Even though the instruction was given to you in a different city, the city of Hini, you have to write it where you're writing You have to write the city of your, where you're writing it. And when you're sitting in the city of Hini writing the get, you have to write in the get the city of Hini. Even if the instruction were given in Shili, you have to Write it in Hindi and not Chile. Okay. Amrav Yehuda Amr Shmuel. This whole Mishnah that if you date the get by a uh, not, uh, not the current by not the current Malchus uh, that disqualifies it to the point that the children will be Mamserim. This is different. This all goes like Rav mayor Shita, like we said, the Mishnah follows Rav Meir. If you dated it correctly, even if you used, the santer is the city uh, surveyor. The person is responsible for the boundaries of the city or whatever. You just dated according to your local city surveyor, that's a valid date, and that would still be a kosher get. So that the Chachamim don't hold of this Takana the way it is given over by Rav Meir to the point that it it 's an actual val, a disqualification of a valid get it says Zaphi shame Sant the city surveyor, or uh, I think the Revena Ths has a different shot over here. Revena Hanano says it 's a Shomra right here, the city watchman, it would be a valid get Zarezu now. The, the, the date of the get. Date of the, the date. Uh, yeah. A get was written and they used the the, 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 the year of dating it based on the governor of the city of Bashar It was one of the local cities and they had a governor. So instead of dating it for the, the, the king, the Malchus, they dated one of his governors, the city of Mai. What's the status? According to uh, in this case, so Shalach lay baha afilu Rav That Rav Meir would even Rav Meir says Shalomachus. You do it for the Malchus it would be, uh, otherwise it's disqualified, he would agree that if you did it for the local governor, that would be okay as well. My timer, because because at least that governor is appointed by the Malchus. So therefore it belongs to this Malchus. So that also stays within the realm of the Shlom Malchus. So why is it different than the case of before that we said that if you use the city surveyor, that only works like the Chachamim. It doesn't work with the opinion of of, uh, oh, of Rameh. So, when I say it's like this, <laughs> why is there any different the city survey? So, says like the city survey is a Shlemazel. For the, to say something that it should have been from the malchus and you put it in the governor that's one in you know the guy the malchus can see that as a cover to the malchus at least but to take you went ahead and like you did it for the local garbage man that's considered to be a vi- a violation of shalom malchus that would still be a violation of shalom malchus so Rameh would not agree if it's the santer but he would agree if it was the istandara that that's what it's saying so it like this so my Shnomi should be santer shbeir the city a surveyor so, it's disparaging the milsa the matter. Haha. But here, when you use the governor, it's shvicha milsa. It's considered to be a a shvach. It's considered to be a praiseworthy thing. It is a covet for the king, the malchusto. I'm a Rabbi Abba, I'm a Ravuna, I'm a Rav. So now, before we had the opinion of Shmuel, now we're gonna have the opinion of Rav. Zu divei Rav Meir. Again, going back on our Mishnah, that the requirement to have the date of the local monarch, the current monarch of that place, is only a requirement of Rav Meir vlad kosher, but the rachamim say that the vlad would not be a mamzer. The vlad would still be kosher. Now the are shown in that learn that's disagreeing with what we had before, because before we said that it's, uh, it's uh, it says harezu Harezim Guresh, as we explained, is that they hold it's not a, dis- the, the get is not considered to be disqualified, even if you didn't do it with the local malchus and you're used to with the city surveyor. Here it's saying, not say say Harezim say the Vlad is not a Mamzer, which is mashma that Damn this it. is disagreeing. We're not willing to go to the point of saying the Vlad's a Mamzer, but we are willing to say that you should not use that get. So, some say that actually it is arguing with the with, with the sheeta of 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 Rav of Rav Meir. others actually want to make it that it's the uh, uh, Rav Meir that it's not as uh, it is not as uh, as 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 a, such a sharp contrast in Machlokas it could be that before he said, but you still at least use the city surveyor. So that's when the Chachamim say that the vlad is kosher because at least you used, you did with a city surveyor. Here it's talking about if you would use a uh, another monarch or something or or, or, or something completely not shayach to this. Malchus bechlal. Then they would say that the get is disqualified. But even then, when they say the get is disqualified, they still would not say that the vlad is a mom. So, so it's a question: if it's, how much is it arguing with the opinion from before? Or is it not arguing with the opinion from before? Let's go on. Umaydim chacham Meir, However, even though in the first ruling as to how meticulous we have to be about the. Uh, the dating of the star, even though there we said there is a big machlokas between Rav Meir and the Chachomim, whether the Vlad is kosher, or whether the Gets kosher, however, but the Chachomim do agree with Rav Meir, ira ira Shavlad Mamzer. In the second category of disqualifications of our Mishnah, where you got the wrong name, or you got the wrong city of the man or the woman, that that disqualification does result. That's a major disqualification, and even the Chacham agrees that the Vlad would be a Mamzer if you use that, get to remarry and have children. And of Ashi, Av he says you can really bring a proof from our Mishnah. It's a very interesting proof. Because in our Mishnah, we have two sets of disqualification and the result is the same. You have the first disqualifications that are all in the realm of the dating. And then you have the second set of disqualifications that may, you change the man's name, the woman's name, the cities. And it brings it down as two complete rulings. It says that uh Taita Mizu Mizuvlad Mount and then it brings again the second ruling and the exact same result. Why did it have to make it as two separate rulings? It could have combined all of the disqualifications together with the result being the same. Take the mizu mizu, then the vlad is a mamzer, you lose all the rights the ksuba. Why is it that the author of the Mishnah broke it down into two completely separate rulings? Must be because the way the author understood is what we just explained now. The first ruling only goes like Rav Meir. So you put that as a separate ruling. The second ruling, Rav Meir holds that as well, but the Chachamim agree, with, agree with it. That's why it's recorded as a standalone, separate ruling, and it wasn't joined together and included in the first ruling as well. That's what Rav Ashi wants to say. So I'm Rav Ashi. We can learn what we just said. Now the Chachamim agree by Shina Shem Iro Veshem Iro Vishmo that the Chachamim agree to Rav Meir. You can read it. For, you can read it into our Mishnah because it says Shina Shmo Vishmo Shem Iro and all of the disqualifications and penalties apply who is the author of that second ruling if it would only be going like Rav Meir then why didn't combine it and teach it together with the first ruling that this is to show you that in this ruling it's not just Rav Meir's opinion but it would also be the opinion of the Rabbon and that is a good proof interesting. They would have to bring that as a proof. If you look at the, the top of the daf, he only the Chalman only brought in when it when it was a name change. Yeah, but that, that's the standalone case. It's not part of our mishnah. It means we don't know what they would hold. Right. We don't. We, it doesn't say specifically there. I mean, right, that then our mishnah was talking about the case of the date. That was talking about divra yeah, that, That's yeah, going on today. But, you, but we don't know what they we, we don't know what they would say in that case. All right. Says more so we said, <coughs> like this. Let, let's 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 put in context what's happening over here. We said as follows: Let's say we had a man Reuven was married to two women. One of the wives was one of the fifteen arayas, meaning there's some kind of relative is to his brother Shimon. There was a, She was an erva. The co-wife, knowing that this is not a case of yibbum and chalitza, so went and got married. And then what happened is that the erva was found out to be an okay. islandess. So we penalized the co wife. So the Gemara says it's interesting that we penalize her that like she's uh, committed some like type of adulterous thing because she violated the Zika. Really, she had the Zika and she went to marry someone else. It's much because she got married. What happens if she didn't get married? She went and had an, a, 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 a promiscuous relationship with someone. She was mazana with someone. Right? No. It's much better than these didn't and she would She would be able to go back and do the yibum. The only reason she can't do the yibum now, because the Mishnah said, because it was yep. nisu because she got married. So this is going, going to point out that that might not fit all opinions. Let's see this. Say more like this. So nisu in. What stops her from going back and having yibum? Because the Chorah, she should be able to go back and do yibum now. What stops her from doing yibum is what? It's because it's viewed as if she committed an adulterous act on the husband on the on the by getting married. Nisu in zinu. But if she would have just been promiscuous, loy, we would say what. Then she could technically go back and do yibum, right? Mm-hmm. So says the <inaudible> Gemara If that's shot in the Mishnah, then it would be a refutation on the opinion of the Amora Rav Amnuna. <inaudible> what happens? Normal case. A normal case. A woman's waiting for yibum. She's a Shomeres Yavam. and she goes out and she has a promiscuous uh, relationship with someone. So what's that? halacha asura leyavma? <inaudible> he says it's like an ashes ish. It's considered that Zika is made like you're married, it's like you're married to the Yovam and now you went and had a znus with someone else. We don't allow you to go back and have yibum. It's like, it's a surly <coughs> yavma. So it says, the lechora, this would disagree. Because our mission is mashma, what did the mission say? Nisu! So, when it says, right, you have no right for Mount Mishnah. Nisru v'huah It could be that it makes no difference whether she married the second guy or she had znus with the second guy. It could be still be tetzem mizel Mizer. Aye, then why not give you the example of zinu. It's being—it's a, a euphemism, but it's more delicate. We don't want to say she's mazana. So we say she got married. You know, you know, she got married with. But the mice are the same halacha. That's how Rav Amnon would learn the Mishnah. You can't bring me a raya specifically. It's, the Tana is using a more appropriate language and saying she's mazana. That's one lashon. Ikadim Amri, that the ta- that some learn it actually it goes the other way around. It's a little difficult to understand why it would be Medaika this way. Mm-hmm. But Nisu, it's Mashman because she was Nisu that because she married someone, so therefore it's, it's really what's happening is it's an adulterous relationship. So Lechor Rahu even if Mashman it's not even like Nisu could be the same thing as if she was Mazan. At the end of the day, she's violating the Zika mm-hmm. by having relations with someone else so she can't go back and do yibum. If And that's the Pshat then that supports the ruling of Rav Amnuna. So, that's the same thing to be the She's violating the Zika by having relations with someone else. So, this supports Rav Amnuna. Because, what are you going to make a distinction between married or, or Mazana? Either way, what is she doing? She's cheating on the Zika. So, you see, that supports that Rav Zumba, he says that you can't go back and do Yibbu. Somewhere says the chorus of Messiah, Messiah, leader of Amnona to Abraham Amnona, Shemeru's Yavu asura le Yavma would be answered to the Yavma. Somewhere says, says, "No, I can tell you a svara why a Davka says Nisu, and you cannot bring it as a proof or a support for Rav Amnona. What's the pshat Nisu so Davka? Why Nisu Davka? She's going to say like this." That's the way Rashi learns. If disagrees with Rashi, but Rashi learns like this. Raji says that the halacha. what happens if a woman was told that her husband died? Okay? A woman was told that her husband died. Her husband went to Medina Sayyam, he took a business trip, he's off in the Far East, and they get a message, one aide comes back. Eight Echar comes back and says, Your husband's dead. Okay. Now she's supposed to really do her due diligence and make sure di-commence. she die comes in, but she she got she went and married someone else. All right. Lo and behold, husband shows up. All right. So now the din is as follows: the din in such a case is that she has to leave the 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 second fellow. She has to leave. She gets a divorce from the second fellow, and she also needs to get a get. For the first from the first, she's not allowed to go back to the first guy either. She's not allowed to go to the first guy either. Now, technically, she should be allowed to go back to the first guy, because she's an anusa, it's an onus, unless she's a Kohen, she's, a, she's married to a Kohen, she'll be able to go back and marry the However, the Chachamim say like this, the Chachamim say, if you let her, let's say the first guy divorces her, and now, you would let her go back to Let's say the first guy. Let's say she would leave the first guy and go back to. Not leave the first guy. Leave the second guy and go back to the first guy. People will think. You know what happened over here. The reason she's able to go back to the first guy is because the second guy divorced her, and since the second guy divorced her, she's allowed to go back to the first guy, which creates a problem because it it means that. Uh, what, what people are what people are gonna think is it's okay for her to get a get to go back to to the first guy, which you're not allowed to do because there's a prohibition of machzir grushoso. So, so therefore that's why so it means even if even though really Minatora, what should happen? Torah she doesn't need a get. ...from the second fellow. Because Minah Torish was an owner. She thought the husband actually dead. But Minah Torish doesn't need to get so she should be able to go back. But people are going to think the reason why she's going back... It's because she must have got to get, and if she got to get, which might say she does need to get Midrabon, but she might have got, she must have got to get, and if she got to get, get, and she's allowed to go back, they're going to think it's okay Not to be right. machzike So that's the reason oh, uh, that, that. So therefore, she needs to get teiter mizu That's the halach over there. So says the Gemara is that that tsvara you can apply over here as well because um, you, because like this because people are going to say. Uh, that the same thing happened here. What happened over here must be, you know why she went, and people aren't going to know that the reason that she went and married the second fellow, means that her husband died. Now, the reason she went and married the second fellow, the real reason was because she thought that there was an erva. She thought that the co-wife was an erva. Came out that the co-wife wasn't an erva. It came out that really which was an island, she was not erva. But people are going to think, you know why she was released to marry the second guy? What must have happened? She must have got chalitza. People are going to think she got chalitza, right? Now, what ends up happening is, she. Could, if you let her go back now and do yibum, people are going to think she had Khalitsa. What happened? Then the second guy divorced her. And now she's going back and she's marrying the... St- she's going back and marrying the first guy. People are going to think, the similar idea, they're going to think that it's okay to get Khalitsa, marry someone else, and then go back to to, to, to live with the person you did Yibum. Which the Emma says, it's Osir, because there's a din in the Torah, Kevin Shalom Bono. If he chose to do chalitza and not Yibum, Shuv Lo Yivne, he's not allowed to go ahead and do it again. So basically, now that's only a Svarar, Rashi explains. It's only a concern if she actually married... The sec if she married the second guy. Because most people don't hear about. So therefore, if she married the second guy, we don't let her go back to the first guy, even though technically she should be able to go back to the first guy. Why? Because the second marriage was not a marriage. The second marriage was not a marriage and the first marriage she really has a yibum. But we don't want to do it because people think that that's mutter to be machsir chalutzoso. So that that's only a problem if she had nesuin with the second guy. If she only was mezana. So what the one is basically come up as sforah why dafke niseis uh, and not mezana which therefore does not support the, uh, the ruling of Rav Hamluna. Let's see it inside. Sigmar yes. so says like this. So Says the Gemara, Light. it could be nisudavka translates the word People are gonna, it's, it's comparable. It's similar to the Zehra of 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 Isha, Shach and Izayam, which is of a case of, they're going to say, Machzah Grishos is okay, you're going to say, Machzah Chalitzos is okay, which is only a problem that people are going to know that she had a relationship with a second guy, which creates a problem only in the case where she got married, because that's when they find out about it. So therefore, you have no raya that the same, that the din of Rav will be true. Let's go weiter. Hakonah says Yavimto. So we had like this, we had two cases where there's an uh, where we found out that she's an islandist and it messed everything up. What were the two cases? The first case was that when the guy died, we didn't think there's a case of yibum because the co wife was an erva, and then it found out it was an erva, and now it creates that there really was a din of yibum. The second case was actually there was a yibum done. But the yabum who did yibum to the one of the wives, that wife ended up being an islandist, which now made it that there's now retroactively it should have been a case of but the idea is the same thing, that we find out lives an islander, it creates a din that she should have been more careful, she should have waited, and she didn't. We penalize her. Why do we need both examples? That's the one who wants to know. You need both. If you only had the first case, In the first case over there, there was a mitzvah of Yibam, had not been there should have been yibum and there wasn't she went off and got married without there being a yibum so you could say maybe we, we penalize her more because she should have waited to see if there's a mitzvah of yibum or not and she didn't so that's where we penalize her but in the second case she thought there was a mitzvah of yibum fulfilled she There was a mitzvah yibum. She went only after the mitzvah yibim. Maybe we wouldn't penalize her as harshly in the second case. Mm-hmm. So, therefore, like this: if you only had the first case, was because there no mitzvah yibam had been fulfilled yet. Aval hacha de was yibim, aim alone, maybe we don't penalize her. And if you only had the second case, alright, in the second case, so you say, oh, so what's the chiddush over there? The chiddush over there, because there was a zika. It fell on both of them. So, she already was in the pot. Of having to have yibum. Now it's true that someone else did it, but you might think it's worse when she herself was already chayv in yibum. She should have waited to see if there's a real yibum there. The guy was miyam obviously She should have waited. In the first case, she had no half a minute. There was a din of yibum altogether because it was an erva. So maybe there's less reason to penalize in the first case than in the second case. So therefore, like this, so Yakameh. because she had on she fell to him as well in the second case first case, the Lord Ramya Kamesh, you never, no one fell because there was no idea of you to begin with. We would not have thought, aim alone, we don't penalize the Tzricha, you need to have both cases. Okay, gentlemen, we'll stop over here.